Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the 6.30 Podcast. Hello everyone, welcome once again to the 6.30 Wrestling Podcast. Um, once again, my name is Stephen, of course, I'm glad you could be with me. I'm literally recording this from outside because the weather is fucking beautiful. I'm literally in the middle of a park recording this. Thankfully, it's 9.35 at night and I and there's no one about. So, yeah. Um, firstly, let's kick things off. Over the last few weeks, it has been rough for wrestling um, in regards to some tragedies. Firstly, with Shad Gaspar of Crime Time drowning um, and the last thing he ever done was save his kid got his kid to safety so he could live um, and his body was recovered a few days later tragic tragic story um, crime time were a great tag I loved crime time back in the day as well um, and then that was followed a few days later with one that fucking well it really got me like 22 years of age no fucking age to die and unfortunately Hannah Kimura was bullied into it because of some reality show she done in Japan. I've never watched it in my life, um, never will. Uh, but unfortunately, something happened on that show which meant she got brutally fucking bullied online, which was was rough. Um, and she was someone at 22, had the future ahead of her. She was one hell of a wrestler as well. Um, go and watch any of her matches, fantastic. Um, fantastic wrestler and she seemed like from what the tributes have said she was a great human being as well um, and then yesterday Danny Havoc deathmatch legend uh, this one is really sad though his cause of death is unconfirmed but his wife passed away three months ago with heart failure um, and that when you look at death matches, Danny Havoc was one of the best there was um, he was retired he came out early this year to go do a tour in Japan but uh, if you want to watch AFA Violence, stick on one of his matches because he knew what the fuck and do and he has matches with Alex Cologne and there's also a great documentary on all four called The Wrestlers um, and one of the episodes is actually about his retirement match with Alex Cologne well b- before he came out of retirement slightly but um, really rough few weeks for wrestling fans in general and thoughts and prayers are genuinely with all the families involved um, I'm back, I'm trying to get back to this regularly, uh, thank you for everyone that has been listening, um, on and off with myself, um, work, I'm still working in all this madness, um, so I'm getting this out as much as I can, I'm hopefully, hopefully going to be able to get this episode, and then one out on Friday, Friday I'm going to do the NXT TakeOver preview for, no, I'm not going to do that actually, that's, no, it's next weekend, isn't it? No, it is this weekend, NXT, I'm pretty sure. Um, yes, NXT this weekend. Sorry, I'm getting a bit backtracked. Um, NXT this weekend. So Friday I'll do an NXT preview, like the Double or Nothing one. Um, but this week I'm going to try something new. Um, and again, any feedback is very appreciated on Instagram or Facebook or wherever you find me. Um, or Apple Podcasts, leave a review and everything. So this is going to be something that I'm going to start to try and do. Um, I've got a couple in my head that hopefully... I think it could be quite fun, but it's basically going to be a series called What If? What if something didn't happen? Because there's so many times you hear, oh, what if this, you know, what if, you know, certain, someone didn't do that, someone didn't do that. And it's just to see what would happen, in my opinion, what I think would, ha- would have happened. So to start off, one of the biggest talking points always is CM Punk. 
CM Punk, oh, he's come back, he's come back, blah, blah, blah. Um, Punk's never fucking coming back, let's be real, people. Um, he is working with WWE in the capacity of WWE backstage, but that's about it. Um, he's also happy um, in his personal life, it seems, with AJ Lee. And I can't see, I, I love AJ to come back as well, AJ Lee, but I can't see it happening. But um, this is what, on my take, what would have been happening if CM Punk never left WWE. So not if he came back um, out of nowhere, but what if he never actually left WWE? Um, so the story of it is he was just getting really pissed off he was injured blah 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 um, about and he pissed off a lot of stuff happening in WWE so this is what if he never got injured what if he never walked out on Raw what if Kane never randomly eliminated him from Royal Rumble that year which pretty much set him over the edge and what if he wasn't going to feud with Kane at Wrestlemania you know having your biggest name in wrestling at that time feuding with Kane at Wrestlemania not a good shout to be honest but this is what I think would happen um, if CM Punk never left WWE so what if CM Punk never left the WWE So we'll keep it as it would have been. So Punk would have went on to WrestleMania um, to face Kane. Um, he was feuding up the 40 with the authority at the time. So um, this is what I would have wanted to happen. Um, not necessarily what would have happened. This is what, sort of like a fantasy booking. If I was booking this, what I would have wanted to happen. Um, with this... I mean, Kane, unfortunately, as much as I liked him back in the day, uh, he, he is over the hill a bit now. Um, he doesn't wrestle anymore, of course, really. He, you know, he makes the odd appearance. Uh, he's more into his politics and things like that. But uh, he, he was over the hill. And this was when Punk was fucking at the top of his game as well. Um, so it would have been a decent match at WrestleMania between those two. But... Would it have been anything special? Probably not. So, Punk again. His best matches at this time was a match. His best match at this point in time was a match against The Undertaker at WrestleMania. That was his best match. Um, still, the match against Kane will say average, bang average match. Not a lot to talk about. But after this, he would go on the short feud with Orton, uh, which would lead to a number one contenders match. And he would face Daniel Bryan at SummerSlam after a feud about who is the better wrestler. Um, this match, in my opinion, any match between Punk and Bryan was fantastic. And I would give anything to watch those two wrestle one more time. The match quality that they put on is just fucking beautiful. And to, at the time in WWE, they were the two best. There's no fucking, there's no point even debating that they were the two best because they were. Um, what I would have wanted from that match at SummerSlam is that it would have been a two out of three falls match. So the reason I would want it to be a two out of three falls match would be pretty simple to be honest. The reason I would want that is because you get so much wrestling and that's it. And if you're going to do a match where it's going to be who's the better man, who you know who's the man in, in this sort of case, which is what the match would have really proved, the last time they feuded was over a girl, over AJ Lee, um, which was a bit, sh well, wasn't shit. The match they put on was great, you know, cause the two of them can't put on a bad match together. 
but this would have been who was the fucking man. Um, Punk would have picked up the first fall uh, after about 20 minutes. Brian would have got the second fall after about 10. Third fall would go for 15 minutes to half an hour. Um, and that Daniel Bryan would get the last fall and the win, retain the title. Um, now, the reason I would say it would go so long is because this would be the match that we would still be talking about now. I think if you put them two in a two or three falls match, um, it would go down as one of the best matches of all time, um, bar none. It's a pity, you know, the way things turned out with Punk because there was so much... There's, I don't go get on that more than the matches he could have had at this point, but, uh, you know, shit happens, unfortunately. Um, what would happen then? So he would sort of just... It would go on to maybe another couple of feuds. You know, I, I would say one feud I would have liked them to do maybe would have been Seth Rollins. So, um, build up, because Rollins was being built as a 40s new, you know, heel figure at this point. Triple H sort of chicken under his wing. Um, so, putting him with Punk, again, you were going to get a solid match, first and foremost. That, that's no doubt. You know, there's there's no doubt about that. It's going to be a good match when them two get in the ring together. Um, but... That would lead us to the Rumble in 2015. Um, now, what the Rumble in 2015 would have been... Now, Punk never actually won the Royal Rumble. Uh, he never even really came close from what I can remember. Um, you know, he always he was always there in our bits, but he never got the last two. He, he didn't have a great record at the Rumble. But in 2015, in real life, um, Roman Reigns won it. Um, so... Unfortunately for Punk, that trend is going to continue, but he's going to come second. The crowd are going to be fully into it and fully behind him. Uh, they're going to be willing him on, uh, so we'll keep that real because nobody wanted Reigns to win in the crowd that night, uh, but he still did. Uh, Punk came very close, but Reigns got the win still. So keeping intact is the Reigns and uh, Lesnar match at WrestleMania. Um and so Reigns does a match at Wrestlemania and Rollins still cashes in his money in the bank so that for me one of my favourite Wrestlemania moments still stands um, so who does who does he face at Wrestlemania that's the big question he faces Triple H Triple H and him have always had a a hatred of each other and I think it actually extends to real life I don't think they're big fans of each other in real life um, either uh, but those two are professional wrestlers um, and they would have put on a great match together um, what I would have liked maybe to have seen would have been would have wanted a stipulation maybe a steel cage, I don't know but it would have been a solid 20 minute match uh, Triple H he never does a bad match at Wrestlemania bar, okay the Batista match wasn't great that, that's the exception to the rule but he's always one of the matches that you end up talking about at Wrestlemania bar for his entrance or just because it's Triple H and everyone loves the game. Um, but it would have been a good match, but that would have led on to a feud. Um, I would have won, after WrestleMania at some point, you, in my, I would have liked them to have won the title. So he beats Rollins for the title eventually. He, he goes into an hour feud with Rollins and beats him. We'll say around Money in the Bank time. Um, actually, let's switch it up. He wins Money in the Bank for the third time. He catches in on Rollins. That would have been a fun sort of thing and he catches in on the same night uh, to become the world champion now this is where he turns heel as well so even though Rollins is the heel and he beat him he Punk does a heel turn 
Yeah, he's been he's been thrown between bloody full goals hill. Um, he then goes in there a few for Roman Reigns, um, and he because of the push of Roman Reigns at Survivor Series, you know, he reigns up until Survivor Series. He faces Reigns, and Reigns beats him. The crowd are fucking. They're not happy about this at all. Um, and this is at the start of when CM Punk will say when he starts to get a bit pissed off as well, even though he's always pissed off. Um, but it's hard to say, you know, like I said, this is all just fantasy booking. Um, but with Reigns, you know, he, he does his job. He goes in and he allows Reigns, you know, to win the title. Um you know, he puts him, tries to put him over, but at, at this point in time in WWE, nothing could put Roman Reigns over. Like, absolutely nothing could get the guy over. He could fucking cure cancer or, you know, prevent coronavirus, and he would still be a hated heel. Or, well, he wouldn't be a heel, he'd be a face, but the crowd would still fucking hate him. Um, one note I had down here is what he would do um, after this. So, obviously, at the Shield a few years ago, he would bring up a few youngsters from NXT. Um, not youngsters, obviously, but bring up a few wrestlers from NXT uh, and form a new group. Um, I don't know what it would be called. I haven't thought of that. I haven't been honest. Um, now, in, um, you know, in 2016, this was when NXT was just starting to blossom uh, into something. Um so the ones that I would have wanted in the group, I'm just looking at who is in NXT at this point. Um, so I had a look last night, but I'm just having another look in case I missed someone. Um, so who would have wanted in this group, actually? Because it would have been quite interesting. So he would have brought three people, four people, say four people up with him, I'm not a huge fan of odd numbers so the first two he would have brought up would have been Revival, just pure wrestlers um, he would have brought them up as his muscle um, he would have brought up let's see Sammy Sian would have been brought up and that would have been him um, you know, the start of his push because he would fit quite well with this group, even as a mouthpiece, even though Punk is a mouthpiece. And the other person he would have brought up would have been actually let me scrap the revival. He would have brought up the offers of pain as his muscle, um, because they're of course huge dudes. Um, he would have brought up Sami Zayn still, and he would have brought up Baron Corbin. So you've got a good mixture of people there, um, in the group, uh, and it would have been. Actually, would have been quite interesting to see that, wouldn't it? And um, that would lead to a feud where he would still be feuding with Reigns, um, and what it basically would have been would have led to a rematch or basically a match between the Offers of Pain and CM Punk versus um, the Offers of Pain and CM Punk versus the Shield. The Shield reunite at this point. Um, this sounds like a weird one, but it would have been a good match. Let's be honest. Um, it, it's it's hard to say, you know, like I said, because this is just fantasy booking, but what I would have liked at this point is leading up then. So, again, he fails to win the Royal Rumble. Um, at WrestleMania, he faces Sami Zayn. So, there's a bit of, in the script, there's a bit of, you know, disillusion. They're fighting among each other. So, him and Zayn feud. And CM Punk actually puts Sami Zayn over. Um, and Sami Zayn, who, who's never really got the push he deserves, in my opinion. Um, he 
basically gets that pushed to the next level. Um, you know, he has a big WrestleMania win over CM Punk. But what this then leads is to CM Punk moving part-time. Now, this bringing me up to 2016, so it's only actually two years, but I do think the Punk only would have lasted for about two years. Um, anyway, I don't think he would have been in the, you know, full-time in the WWE much longer. Um, and what would have happened then, he would come back for big events. So, you know, he'd come back a few times a year. He'd come back for Rumble, he'd come back for... Um, you come back for Rumble, you come back for WrestleMania, you come back for SummerSlam. So, I would have liked him to maybe come back and have matches with Rollins. You know, that would be his, maybe his last feud again, trying to get the title, say Rollins champion at this time. Um, Punk versus Dean Ambrose would have been a great match as well, if it ever happened. Um, so, he came back for that. And then, one match as well, you know, looking at the future here, he could have had matches with like so Drew McIntyre, and even... I think Punk would have been, would be the type of guy that he would have maybe went the NXT for a match or two, so he could face like so Johnny Gargano, Tommaso Ciampa, Adam Cole, even Velveteen Dream, um, guys like that. All would have been you know, fun matches definitely to watch, um, but what one match I would have loved to have seen one more time as well would have been him and John Cena. Now, is John Cena a great wrestler? Absolutely not. Is he a great talker? Absolutely. Is he a great sports entertainer? He's one of the best ever. It's like The Rock. The Rock's never been... The Rock was never a fantastic wrestler. You know, he was a great sports entertainer. Cena's the exact same. Cena's going the exact same route in Hollywood as well as The Rock. Um, and it would have led to this. Um, one more match between the two. Um, and the thing is, Punk brought the best out of Cena. Cena brought the best out of Punk. Um and Punk would have got the win here. Um he would then just go on, just again come back now and then, now and then. And I think if he was coming back until twenty twenty one, you've got a Hall of Famer. CM Punk would have went to the Hall of Fame first ball. Um but that'll never happen now. That's pretty much all I have for this. Um, I actually don't think this was too bad. Um, let's get things wrapped up and let's do it. So that's it for this week. I hope you enjoyed the first of our what ifs. Um, we'll be back. I'll try and get more of those in the in the coming weeks. Uh, back on Friday with a NXT takeover preview. Um, and yeah, that's pretty much it. Um, of course, this Wednesday you've got NXT and AEW Dynamite. You've got SmackDown on Friday at the weekend NXT takeover. So plenty of wrestling to tie over. Um, and that's pretty much everything from me. Uh, I'll speak to you on Friday and I hope you have a great few days.